A popular kids show, quite possibly the most popular kids show in the world, is apparently trying to turn your child into a tutu-wearing, mama-denying, gender-bending dancer, as evidenced by this recently viral clip. Thing that we know about you, you love to get up and dance. How about you break out those moves for your two biggest fans? you're not sure what to choose think about all the things you like to do just be you just be me yep when you're trying to decide think about all the things you like to do just be you just be me believe that clip was dug up by the Twitter account End Wokeness. I'm not sure I will ever forgive End Wokeness for digging that up. Why shouldn't kids' shows depict little boys wearing tutus and dancing for the pleasure of homosexual men who have somehow gained custody of them, huh? Come on, man, it's 2023. Sure, until the mid to late 20th century, anyone who ever considered creating a scene like that, even for adults, would have been ostracized from polite society and likely prosecuted. But it's 2023. Standards have changed. Get with the program. This is just what kids are watching these days. This is what kids are watching these days. When I say Coco Melon is popular, I mean it's the third biggest channel on YouTube ever. I mean 169 million subscribers on YouTube. It's the second most viewed channel on YouTube. I'm talking 172 billion views, billion with a B. This channel has distribution deals with Netflix, Roku, and Hulu. It's been able to rack up all of those views, according to a New York Times profile, through a single-minded strategy to keep kids' attention. Liberal friends of mine who let their kids watch Coco Melon have described it as crack for kids. I have not put Coco Melon on, my, uh, on for my kids for, for a few reasons. One, because I love them. Two, because the show has always struck me as extremely annoying. And three, because I just assume that anything modern and popular and praised by the libs is poison. Now we have proof. That's why we launched our own kids platform, Bent Key. If you're already a Daily Wire member, then you've already got it. And if you're not, and you have kids, I strongly recommend that you get it now. But even if you don't, at the very least, I strongly recommend that you do not put your kids in front of Coco Melon. When the indoctrination is subtle, it's easy to blame the content producers. When the leftist indoctrination is this overt, if we keep putting it on for our kids, then we have no one to blame but ourselves. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. Welcome back to the show. New scientific study just dropped shows that you are destroying the world by breathing. So you know the solution. That's what just that's just what the scientists say. You know what you have to do. You know what else is destroying the world according to these people? When cows flatulate. Uh, so they, they want you to give up all your meat, of course, and they want you to eat grass or something and become a bunny rabbit. But, but I don't recommend that. I recommend you eat the best meat out there with good ranchers. Right now, go to GoodRanchers.com. Use promo code Knowles. Are you looking for a memorable last-minute gift 
Try Good Ranchers, your place for standout gifts this Christmas season. While others will be re-gifting mugs and candles they got earlier this time last year, you can bestow juicy, delicious burgers, crispy bacon, tender chicken, and phenomenal steak upon your secret Santa. Plus, Good Ranchers gift boxes are 15% off and as low as 99 bucks until Christmas. Give a stocking stuffer they will cherish with a gift card to America's best meat or give a gift that keeps on grilling with a monthly subscription. It's the best out there. It's the best in the business. I don't understand how the prices are so low. The quality is higher than anything you're going to find anywhere else. Give the gift of Good Ranchers. You make meals easy. You support hundreds of American farms and you keep generations of flavor alive. Best of all, you're giving a gift that is truly delicious that you can be proud to give. Save an extra 15% on every order with code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, at GoodRanchers.com. Get free shipping plus 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? Go to GoodRanchers.com. Find all your gifts this year. Code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S. Save a bonus 15% today during their last-minute gifting sale. No stress, no risk. Just America's best meat delivered with Good Ranchers. I can already hear the objection to my criticism of Coco Melon. They're going to say... The libs, of course. They're going to say, Michael, what's wrong with a kid being himself? Oh, what's wrong with a nice, supportive, loving family encouraging a kid to be himself? Hmm? Just be yourself. I I guess what's wrong is the assumption that that makes about human nature, which is that there's this true self at the core of an onion. We just need to peel away the layers of society and norms, and standards, and practice, and morality, and tradition, and ritual. We need to peel away all those layers, and then we will get to the true core of the self. And the true core for that little boy is wearing tutus and dancing for a couple of homosexuals. That's the true, that's his real identity. Once you peel away the layers of oppression in society, that's not actually how human nature works. It's not actually how identity works. This is so insidious because what really lies at the core of human behavior. Certain things are genetic predispositions. Certain things are just woven into the fabric of human nature. But a lot of human behavior, and especially human desire, comes from imitation. We imitate the people around us. We're like chimpanzees in this way. We just, we, we mimic people. We are mimetic creatures, The baby learns to talk by copying his mommy and daddy. One hopes he has a mommy and daddy. The baby learns to talk. The the parents are speaking, and then the baby says, Mama, Dada, Mama, 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 Mama. And then you say other words, you know, applesauce, applesauce, right? And they learn to copy you. If you've ever been around children, if you've ever had children of your own, especially, you'll know that kids are like little sponges. Every word you say, they're going to start copying. Every little behavior that you, you do, even every unconscious behavior, you move your eyebrow in a certain way, you, you walk in a certain way, they're going to copy that. We are mimetic. And we are mimetic when it comes to our desires as well. I mentioned this on the show yesterday in a different context. The reason people want the Rolex watch is not because they know anything about how the watch works. It's not because they know anything really about the history of the company or the mechanics of, a, of watch gears. It's because other people want the Rolex watch. Other people who they admire and respect like the Rolex watch, so they want it too. The reason you want your neighbor's wife is not because she's Helen of Troy. It's not because she's the hottest woman ever. It's because your neighbor wants her. And so our, our, our desire, not only do we mimic the speech and behavior of others, we even mimic 
their desires. So the way that a kid becomes his true self is not just by, is not certainly not by peeling away the layers of learned behavior. It's by acculturating him. The way he becomes his true self is by educating him. It's by how he's raised. So if a kid is raised by a lumberjack and his traditional wife in the mountains of who knows where, somewhere in the Western United States, and they've got really traditional values, and the dad goes out and chops wood, and the mom churns butter, and I don't know, I'm probably getting into some kind of fairy tale fable of a traditional life. But that kid is going to be more likely to go chop wood, or if it's a girl, more likely to churn butter. This week, and if a, if a child is raised by a couple of homosexual men who purchased the child from scientists and impoverished women in the third world through IVF and surrogacy, then that kid is more likely to, to mimic their behavior. And if a kid is raised to be told that it is oppressive for a boy to play with G.I. Joe and it's wonderful and liberating for a boy to wear a tutu and dance for the pleasure of his fathers, quote-unquote, he's going to do that too. And if a kid is raised watching that absolutely degenerate cartoon, then the kid is more likely to mimic those behaviors as well. We think of this in a really visceral way and we say, you are what you eat. If you eat a lot of bad food, you're going to feel bad. If you're just eating fast food all the time, you're going to get, get overweight and bloated, and you're just going to feel lethargic and bad. Well, the same is true. It's especially true when it comes to our minds and our souls. The more bad stuff we take in, the worse we're going to feel, the more it's going to twist our desires and our sense of identity, and ultimately our soul is what we're really talking about. And this is quite clear when we talk about porn on the internet. That's probably clearest when we talk about porn. It's even worse than Cocoa Melon. And we, we had Arden Young, a young journalist on, who had conducted an investigation through sound investigations of Pornhub a couple of weeks ago. Well, she's got more to her investigation now. She went undercover and spoke to not just the senior writers at the parent company of Pornhub, which is who she nabbed previously, but now she's speaking to a technical product manager at this company. Uh, the company was called MindGeek, but of course the company is just so disreputable, so despicable that they have to keep changing their name <laughs> because, because uh, like the euphemism treadmill, bad connotations just glom on naturally to whatever this company is called. So it used to be called, the company itself is called Pornhub and there are other related porn sites. The parent company was called MindGeek. Now I think it's called ALO. But here we have Mike Farley, technical product manager at MindGeek, according to his social media. And unlike the previous senior staff at Pornhub's parent company that Arden interviewed, this guy is not totally gung-ho on the product. He actually expresses some real reservations about it. So many people portray porn as like liberating Liberate. I don't know. I think it's just the easy way out. I just think you're taking the easy way out. And like, I don't think anybody like watches porn and then like feels good about themselves. It's not really something that you're just like, yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> like, it's not. It's like, it's like ecstasy to like, what the f am I doing? Really 
You've seen like thousands of hottest girls on earth naked, right? Like in your brain, like your brain thinks you've seen them in person, like there's no difference, right? Like visually you saw it. And I think like that, there's no way that that's like normal. Like that can't be normal. I can't be healthy. I like this guy. I guess maybe the reason he's got a more normal and reasonable perspective on this is he's not one of the writers. Unlike those other two guys who said, yeah, we're trying to slip in all sorts of weird, especially deviant stuff into the so-called straight porn. And then that way we're going to convert the customer to a new product. <laughs> those guys truly just seem like demons. This guy doesn't seem like a demon. He's working for a very, very evil company. But he's the technical product manager. He strikes me as just a normal tech guy, right? And I guess he... Maybe he didn't get a job at Boeing or something. He didn't, he didn't get a job at NASA. So, okay, he's going to take the job at the porn company. But at least he gets it. Everything that guy just said is totally true. Which leads me to an important rule for life. He mentioned Jordan Peterson. I've got, it. I've got a rule for life. This is the 13th rule for life. We'll get to it in one second. First, though, when you want access to a good technological platform that can help you have a good relation with the opposite sex, you ought to check out Higher Bond. Right now, go to HigherBond.com. If you are single, you've probably seen or heard about all the insane dating apps out there. But what if I told you there was a dating app that actually cared about your morals, your biblical values? Higher Bond is the new Christian dating app built to be safer, less stressful, and more Christ-centered. Higher Bond is completely different than anything else out there. There's no addictive swiping. The focus is truly on quality over quantity. It is designed to form lasting marriages. Higher Bond is veteran-owned by a husband and wife looking to change the way Christian singles meet online. It's no secret that left-wing media and big tech are against companies like Higher Bond. In fact, one of the major tech companies is preventing Higher Bond from running ads on their platform. Their ad team took a screenshot of Higher Bond's website, highlighted the parts that said Christian in yellow, and said, this is why we're not going to run your ads. It's... It, it's almost unbelievable, except we see these kinds of things so often now. Our society, our country need what Higher Bond is providing. If you're single, you got to check out HigherBond.com. Sign up before New Year's Eve and get three months of Higher Bond Premium absolutely free. HigherBond.com today. New Rule for Life just dropped, brought to you by the technical product manager at MindGeek, Pornhub's parent company, Mike Farley. And the rule is this. Don't let your behavior stop you from acknowledging the truth. Don't become a captive to your own bad behavior. This guy, unlike the other staff at Pornhub who Arden interviewed undercover, this guy is clearly struggling with the immorality of his job. This guy clearly recognizes something is wrong with this company, with our modern culture. He listens to Jordan Peterson, for goodness sake, okay? He's obviously in some way on the right track. But he still works for this big porn company, and he's helping to promote something that's very evil, and that, according to his own admission, is not healthy for people. So what's he going to do? What a lot of people do, this, this, to some degree, describes all of us. We know that there's a right thing to do, but we do the wrong thing. What do we do in that circumstance? Well, we only have two options. We can either admit that what we're doing is wrong— and feel some degree of shame and either live in that shame as hypocrites or try to better ourselves and try to improve even though we're going to stumble, or we can deny the truth that we know in favor of the behavior. 
And most people, I think, most people here, maybe not here, not in the creme de la creme Michael Knowles show audience, but most people in general will do the latter. If they're doing a behavior that they come to realize is, is wrong or immoral, not healthy, they will deny the truth that they have reasonably arrived at in order to justify the behavior. And, and in part, some of the reason they'll do that is they'll say, well, if I, igno- I, someone working for a porn company, if I acknowledge that porn is bad, then I would be a hypocrite. Or I'd have to quit my job. And I can't quit my job. I got a mortgage payment, you know? And I can, look, it's a complicated world. It's not black and white. There's all sorts of shades of gray in the middle. Come on, man. I, look, it's maybe it's not the help, but I, hey, anyway, all that moral philosophizing, that's above my pay grade. I'm just going to go out and get my bag, you know, make some money, and we'll worry about that. I don't know. It's not that bad, right? That's, that's what most people do. And uh, who am I to lecture people on this? I am working at a porn company, and uh, I can't be that bad, therefore. No. The good thing to do, though, the right thing to do is when your reason has arrived at something, at a conclusion that's obviously true, and your behavior doesn't jibe with that. Even if you can't change the behavior yet, even if you're just so habituated to this behavior that you you can't, you feel totally powerless to change it, at least acknowledge the truth. Don't deny the truth to justify your own bad behavior. At least acknowledge the truth. And simply by acknowledging the truth, you will begin to start to turn those wheels to of your desire to start to maybe kind of make a change in your behavior. That guy could probably do it. For most of these guys, you feel you feel kind of bad for them that they're getting caught on camera and they're going to lose their jobs and for, but you don't really feel that bad for them because they're doing terrible things. And for this guy though, I'm glad he's going to lose his job because he wants to lose his job on some degree, uh, on some level rather. He he wants to, he knows it's bad, he knows it's not healthy. He's a tech guy, I'm sure he can get another job somewhere else. He could do it. Good. I hope he loses his job. It'd be good for him. I don't hope he loses his job because I think he's a bad guy. I think he's kind of a good guy. Glad he got caught. Now, you are seeing a principle, a version of this principle applied in the presidential race. There are a lot of people who hate Donald Trump. Shocking to hear, I know. There are a lot of people, even in the Republican Party, who hate Donald Trump. There are a lot of people who worked for Donald Trump who hate Donald Trump. And still, when Colorado's Supreme Court came out and said Trump cannot appear on the ballot because we are going to, in an unprecedented way, radically reinterpret a a Civil War era provision of the Constitution designed to stop Confederate generals from taking over the government. We're going to interpret that to say that the mean orange man from New York can't be president again. Even Bill Barr, former Trump attorney general, who has been a huge Trump critic, came out and said it's totally bogus. As you know, I, I strongly oppose Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. But uh, I think that this case is, is legally wrong and untenable. Uh, and I think this kind of action of stretching the law, taking these hyper-aggressive positions to try to uh, knock Trump out of the race uh, are counterproductive. They backfire. As you know, uh, he, he uh, feeds on grievance, just like a fire feeds on oxygen. And this is going to end up as a grievance that helps him. To deprive somebody of the right to hold public office requires due process. It requires an adjudication of two core issues. One, was there an insurrection? Uh, did the public disturbance rise to the level of an insurrection? And, and second, what was the role of the, of the individual in there? 
Was it engagement? Did they do something to break their oath of office? Those are, those are complicated facts, and this was denied due process. Uh, it was a five-day hearing. Uh, there was no jury. It was before the judge. I think if they take it up, they're going to slap it down very quickly, and I hope they do take it up quickly and slap it down, because otherwise he could be left off the ballot uh, in, in this primary. So Barr, absolutely, totally right here. Barr's not the only one. John Bolton, former national security advisor to Donald Trump. Bolton has been a huge Trump critic of late. He's certainly not going to support Trump in 2024. John Bolton, same thing. Very serious lawyer, educated man, Washington operator. He says this Colorado ruling, completely nuts. I think it's completely misplaced. I think this, this Colorado Supreme Court decision is badly wrong for multiple reasons. Number one, the, the 14th Amendment provides that Congress can pass legislation to carry uh, its provisions into effect, which Congress has done on many aspects. It has not put anything with respect to Section 3 on the books uh, since just after the Civil War. Uh, second, the, the idea that uh, 50 different state courts can, can decide a question involving the highest elective office in the executive branch interpreting the federal constitution as to what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government uh, is is incoherent. And I think undoubtedly the Supreme Court's going to have to clear that up. I'd be willing to bet a small amount of money here that the Supreme Court, uh, if it gets to the merits of this, if it has to, uh, will reverse. There's, there's no other logical way you can uh, apply this, and, and it would sow chaos in elections as far as the eye could see. Colorado Supreme Court has done something that I didn't think possible. The Colorado Supreme Court has gotten Bill Barr and John Bolton to support Donald Trump again. Not to support him. They still don't like him. They don't want to be, to be president again. But to be on his side of this argument. I think the Colorado Supreme Court has united the Republican Party here. No Republican, other than the most absurd shill for the Democrats, you know, court jester conservative types like Liz Cheney. I haven't even heard her opine on this. Nobody seriously can argue this is a coherent decision. We got to protect ourselves. You got to protect our country. You've got to protect your body. That's why you got to check out PackShield. Right now, head on over to packshield.com, promo code Knowles. Whether you are a parent, a frequent traveler, or simply an individual seeking enhanced personal safety, you need to check out PackShield. PackShield is a ballistic insert that fits into backpacks, messenger bags, and briefcases. The insert meets the National Institute of Justice and 3A standards to stop a 44 Magnum. PackShield comes in a variety of sizes and colors, plus it weighs less than most textbooks and laptops, so it can be easily transferred from bag to bag. I have some PackShields. Great thing about them is no one can tell I have it on my person. They are extremely lightweight, inconspicuous. I love knowing that I and you and anyone who gets it can be protected with PackShield. It is easier to keep your head down. I know it. It's easier to not think about potential threats that you could encounter in public life. You got to think about those things. You got to be prepared. PackShield gives me peace of mind. PackShield should never be used for any reason other than personal defense. So pack some protection and some peace of mind with PackShield. Check them out for yourself at PackShield.com. Promo code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, for 20% off. That is P-A-K Shield. Dot com, promo code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, for 20% off today. You've heard me say that kids' content is indoctrinating your kids with radical left-wing propaganda. You may have heard me say that earlier in this show. It's only getting worse. The New York Times attacked our Bent Key show. 
Chip Chella for having a, quote, weirdly present father who teaches, quote, lessons about dead white people. Those dead white people include George Washington, Neil Armstrong, and Benjamin Franklin. Coco Mellon, obviously, it's got a bazillion views on YouTube. They're they're uh, introducing multiple dads and encouraging their kid to wear tutus and, and dance around for them. Peppa Pig, Blue's Clues, Muppet Babies, and more continue to aggressively push radical leftist propaganda onto our children. At The Daily Wire, we don't just complain about the problem, we create solutions. That's why we've invested millions of dollars into making Bent Key a platform for kids' entertainment that protects kids from those radical ideas of today. Bent Key has great content. Your kids are going to love it. Don't take my word for it. Starting today, you can try Bent Key for free. Merry Christmas. Just download the app or go to bentkey.com. Use code UNLOCK to start your free 14-day trial. Give your kids content they will love this holiday season on a platform you can trust. Join the Bent Key family today. Spread the word. Start your free trial. Encourage everyone else you know to do the same. Unlock the new adventure in kids' entertainment today. Bentkey.com. Code UNLOCK. That code that you need to start your 14-day free trial is UNLOCK. Bill Barr and John Bolton don't like Trump, but they're coming to his defense. What are the candidates doing in the 2024 presidential primary? Vivek Ramaswamy has just pledged that if this decision is not reversed, he will pull his name off the ballot in Colorado as well. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed-out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw. I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. Very clever political maneuver because it puts the other GOP candidates on defense. And I don't think this is just a cynical ploy. I think it's an admirable thing to do. I think that we cannot allow the Democrats to decide who the GOP nominee is. I think we cannot allow elected and appointed officials in the states who are big libs to so subvert our sacred democracy that we hear so much about that they prevent people from voting for the popular candidate for president. I think it's it's admirable. It would send a strong message. I've heard some conservatives say that it would be completely uh, self-undermining for the other GOP candidates to pull off the ballot in the Colorado primary. I don't understand that. I think it would be a very strong statement of Republican unity to say, first of all, Colorado is not going to choose the GOP nominee. Colorado primary is not for a very long time. It's not going to be decisive. And it sends a statement to say, this is a, this is a bogus process. This is a banana republic kind of maneuver here. And we are not going to dignify it with our presence on the ballots. Won't matter. Now, a lot of the candidates don't want to do that because they want as many delegates as they can possibly get to try to make some kind of challenge to Trump, which seems totally implausible at this point. 
Trump continues to totally dominate the field everywhere throughout the entire country in every state. So I, it's not a huge cost to the candidates other than it's an acknowledgement that Trump is the presumptive nominee. A lot of them don't want to to make that acknowledgement. But I think it would be a very strong political maneuver for Republicans to do this, to pull off of the ballot and to say, no, we are, yes, we're going to lose some delegates, I guess. It's relatively low cost because it's Colorado. But more importantly, we're going to send a message. This election process is being rigged by the Democrats. This is a fake election process. You guys are, are rigging it in such a way that the popular candidate will not be able to garner the votes of the people who want to vote for him. This is bogus. We will not go along with it. And I think the Republicans who leave their names on the ballot are going to be sending the opposite message. They're going to say, well, you know, <laughs> too bad for you, Trump. Hey, Democrats, please let me stick around. I'll be nice. It's a very strong, very strong move. Now, Ron DeSantis gives a good argument in the opposite direction. Fellow GOP 2024 presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy saying he will remove himself from the Colorado ballot unless Trump's eligibility is restored. Would you do the same? No, I think that's just playing into the left. Um, I think the case will get overturned by the Supreme Court, but I've qualified for all the ballots. I'm competing in all the states, and I'm going to accumulate the delegates necessary. That's the whole name of the game in this situation. But I do anticipate that that decision was political and will get reversed. So that last part there, DeSantis is 100% right. If I were a gambling man, which I'm not, but if I were a gambling man, I would put money on the Supreme Court overruling this decision. It's just preposterous. It's a preposterous decision. So what DeSantis is saying is, hold on, I'm not, I'm not going to pull my name off the ballot in Colorado, and then this decision gets reversed by the Supreme Court, and then Trump's on the ballot, and I'm not. I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. Why would I ever do that? Fair enough reasoning. I think the reasoning there is, is tight. But DeSantis's stance looks bad politically. Even the way he's saying it looks bad. He looks defensive. He looks irritated. He looks peeved. He goes, no, I'm not, come on. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be, I've qualified for the ballots. I'm going to be on the ballots. No. And it's going to get overturned anyway. It's not that big a deal. Come on, move along, move along. It doesn't look good. It, it is a big deal. Even if it does get overturned, and I agree it probably will be overturned, it's a big deal that the Democrats are using their political power, their, their power in elected and appointed office to totally subvert our democracy, which they purport to love so much, to prohibit people from voting on a ballot for the popular candidate, who happens to be a former president, who happens to be the front runner in the GOP field by a country mile. That's a big deal. We haven't seen that ever, actually. But they're going to reinterpret a post-Civil War provision of the Constitution intended to stop Confederates from taking over the government 150 years later to stop the, the mean orange man from being on the ballot. That's a big deal, okay? And to, to downplay that, to undermine it, it looks like you're fine with this rigging. It looks like you're fine with this fraudulent electoral system. And, and this has been a problem with the DeSantis campaign from day one, which is that the guy is super smart. The guy's super effective. The guy is very admirable in so many ways. But he he just doesn't seem to have the pizzazz on the campaign trail to, to communicate that. He has what George Will once referred to as the charisma of confidence of competence. He is. He's very competent in office. But you also need the charisma of charisma when you're on the trail. And you also need to be able to speak to broader political movements and issues. It's not just nuts and bolts wonkery. It's not just going in there and unclogging the pipes if you're a plumber. 
There, there needs to be a broader political vision if you're going to lead a broader political movement. And Vivek is seizing on that right now. I'm not suggesting it's going to boost his numbers above DeSantis or anything like that. But I, I just think Vivek understands the significance of that moment, and he is capitalizing on it much more than DeSantis is. Even if his reasoning on the court process and, and how the ballot is ultimately going to look is totally sound. Now, you know, one thing that unites Vivek and Ron DeSantis, there's a few things. They're Republicans, they're guys, they're running for president. They're both graduates of Harvard University. Vivek, a Harvard undergrad. Actually, they're both graduates of Yale, too. Vivek was Harvard undergrad and Yale Law School, and Ron DeSantis was Yale undergrad and Harvard Law School. That's kind of weird. And so they, they both, I guess, will have a, a bit of shame at uh, the, the president of one of their institutions, Harvard, under fire because their president, Claudine Gay, uh, defended calls for genocide against the Jews as, as requiring a little bit of context. You know, I'm not quite sure if it's harassment. And also then she was caught plagiarizing, I guess, basically everything she's ever written, including thank you notes for Christmas gifts. You know, she's just plagiarized everything. And... Uh, now we found out that the Harvard president uh, once created a, quote, task force on visual culture and signage to make white men less visible at Harvard. We found this out thanks to Chris Rufo, who is on a jihad against Claudine Gay and might, might still end up getting her fired. He pointed out that after the George Floyd riots, during the George Floyd riots, uh, Gay commissioned this task force that released a series of recommendations for engaging with the, quote, historical reckoning with racial injustice. And the recommendations included a mandate to change, quote, spaces whose visual culture is dominated by homogenous portraiture of white men. Homogenous. You know, all those white guys look the same. You know, you know how all those black guys look the same? Oh, hold on. You're not allowed to say that. Oh, man, that'd be, you'd be, be totally canceled if you said that. But now, you know, those white guys, they're all just, they're all just stupid, evil white guys. I hate them. They're the worst, aren't they? I hate those white guys. Well, anyway, that's what the Harvard president thinks. She said, we need to get rid of all these pictures of white men. She said that administrators needed to refresh the walls of Annenberg Hall because it, quote, prominently displayed a series of 23 portraits, none of which depict women, and all but three of which depict white men. And we hate these white men. It doesn't say who the white men are. So if they usually leave out who the white men are because they're some of the most accomplished people ever in history. That's why they have their portraits on the wall. But, but they don't want to get into that. They just say, we hate whitey. We hate the white guys. Get rid of them. We need to refresh things because of these stale, disgusting, awful white men. This woman is awful. <laughs> this woman, Claudine Gay, this president of Harvard, is just cartoonishly awful. She goes before Congress. First of all, there's the pogrom on Israel, probably the largest pogrom ever you know, certainly in recent history. And uh, the, the Hamas runs in totally uh, unexpected attack. And her first response is silence. Her first response is, well, the Harvard students are, are defending Hamas, is silence. Then, because of that, she and the, the Penn, UPenn president get dragged before Congress. And she and the Penn lady both say that, well, you know, calls for genocide against the Jews, it doesn't necessarily constitute harassment, you know, when you really think about it, and this and that, and this and that. So the pen lady gets fired because she's white, and 
we hate white people. Remember, white people are evil. They're terrible. So she gets fired instantly. Claudine Gay, though, is not white. She also hates white people, apparently. She wants to refresh society by getting rid of the white people. So she gets to stay in office because if you fire her, she would be, uh, you would be racist, rather. But then we found, on top of that, thanks to Chris Rufo and Aaron Sibarium, the journalist, that this woman has plagiarized everything from her doctoral dissertation in school to, I think she has a total of 11 academic publications. Actual scholars have 11 academic publications before they leave graduate school. Okay, but Claudine Gay, who is manifestly not an actual scholar, has 11 total in her entire career, and she plagiarized those, (laughs) including the acknowledgments in her academic publications, such as they are. So then they get her on that, but they still don't want to fire her because it'd be racist to fire her. Go fire another Karen at another Ivy League school, but you can't fire Claudine Gay. And now we find out that she undertook an active campaign to get rid of the white guys on campus. Is it any wonder then, the numbers are in, numbers don't lie, that Harvard's early admission applications have dropped to a four-year low. Harvard's early admission apps are down 17%. Now, When you want to go to an institution known as a university that will uh, actually teach you true things, you got to check out PragerU. Right now, go to PragerU.com. A majority of Gen Z supports left-wing policies like open borders and socialism. If we don't reach them and change their minds, the country we know and love will be lost forever. PragerU is the leading nonprofit when it comes to influencing young people. PragerU's educational, entertaining, pro-American videos meet young people where they are online and open their minds to the truth. But they need your help. Go to PragerU.com, make a tax-deductible donation. Whatever you give right now will be tripled and have three times the impact. Donate 10 bucks, it triples to 30. Give 100 bucks, it triples to 300. PragerU is 100% free to everyone. No fees, no subscriptions. They don't rely on ads or clickbait headlines. Contrary to what the libs say, PragerU is not funded by a handful of billionaires. It's funded by people just like you. In order to keep making great content, reaching millions, and changing minds, PragerU needs your help. Head on over right now to PragerU.com today. Maybe check out the book club while you're there. Maybe check out the five-minute videos. I, I've done a lot of work with PragerU. We, we still have a show over there now, so make sure that you give. Be as generous as you can. PragerU.com. My favorite comment yesterday is from Razzle07, who says, Colorado citizens should mask up. Cases of Trump derangement syndrome are surging. They are. They are, and you're going to need to stay way more than six feet away from people. If you, it's extremely contagious. Harvard having real time recruiting students. It's weird, isn't it? Harvard's supposed to be one of, if not the most prestigious universities in the country. Four year low, seventeen percent down on early admissions. What's that about? It can't be about the plagiarism scandal, actually because the deadline for early action was November 1st and the plagiarism scandal didn't break until a couple of weeks ago. It can't be even the congressional testimony. The congressional testimony was after the deadline. What it was though, I think, was, was related to the October 7th pogrom because after that attack, you had all of the Harvard groups, something like two dozen Harvard student groups, voicing support for the Palestine liberation movement and for Hamas. And that just doesn't look good. It created a real wedge in the Democrat Party. 
The wedge being that elite Democrats, older Democrats, support Israel. Younger Democrats, activist Democrats, support Palestine liberation. There's not a lot of room for reconciliation there. That is a proper wedge. And those, those scandals... Especially now, imagine if the early application deadline were later, it probably the, the, the drop would be even more significant. Those scandals are actually hurting the university. 17% down is, is rough. So what do we do? I think we follow Chris Rufo's lead. Chris Rufo is a very, very effective Gramscian political activist. Meaning he's very, he's a very smart guy. He's a good think tank scholar. He's a good journalist. But what he's really, really good at is emulating the tactics of the political left, the radicals, Antonio Gramsci, Herbert Marcuse, the new left of the 1960s. He can emulate their tactics in a just way for the principles of the right. And he's better at doing that than just about anybody. There are very few people who come even close to Chris Rufo. And that's what he's doing here. He's trying to get the Harvard president. And this is the kind of specificity that we need. Okay, we're not going to take down every university in the United States. The universities are the epicenter of leftist power. The universities are where radical leftism really came alive in the 1960s. They provide the sinecures for the radical leftist activists. The, The downstream effects of that are massive because all of the political elites go to these schools. So it's, it's huge. And if we could gut those universities, it would be the biggest power grab by conservatives in generations. But we're not going to get rid of all of them right away. We're not going to retake those universities right away. We're not even going to knock the Ivy League right away. But we might get Harvard. We might just get Harvard. If we can just persuade enough students not to apply to Harvard, and maybe they go to Yale. Maybe they go to Stanford. Maybe they, I get a kind of a kick out of it, even though Yale is extremely left-wing too and probably wants to rescind my degree every day of the week. Uh, I kind of get a kick out of it because I've rooted against Harvard for a long time and now actually Harvard might go down. But forget about, all those schools are, are extremely left-wing. Stanford, Yale, Princeton, Cornell, all of them. But if you can get the students to go from Harvard to the peer schools, you can really weaken Harvard. And then you drive, you keep pushing on the president scandal and you get the president to resign in disgrace. That further hits the Harvard reputation. And then you point out to the donors that you got two dozen Harvard student groups marching for Hamas. That's really going to hurt the donors. That's that's really going to hurt the donations coming into Harvard. And then you've got a three-pronged attack that seriously weakens what is the, the symbol of prestigious elite education in the United States, a stronghold of the left, and that's a political win. You're you're not going to take down every woke corporation at a time. You're going to take down Bud Light, if that. Okay, that's your chance. You get one of them. You know, even Target. We tried to take down Target. didn't really work. We did take down Bud Light. Got to keep up the pressure on Bud Light, too. Bud Light's not the only company that's embraced the radical LGBT LMNOP agenda. Far from it. They all have. But Bud Light did it in the the most egregious way that they gave us the biggest opening. We took them down. And we took a scalp, a corporate scalp. That's what we got to do here with Harvard. Keep it up. Now, speaking of science and scholarship, peer-reviewed study, I teased it yesterday. Uh, This comes from the Public Library of Science, Sciences Journal, PLOS investigated uh, greenhouse gas emissions of methane and nitrous oxide in human breath, which allegedly contribute to global warming. So what's the conclusion that we would draw from this paper? 
Global warming is really bad, threatens to kill us all. Your breathing contributes to global warming. Therefore, you got to stop breathing. That's the only reasonable conclusion you can draw if you accept those two premises. And this was always the end of it. The end of the climate religion, the cult, has always been anti-human. Isn't it coincidental how everything we hear, every piece of practical advice that we get from the climate religion people, always reduces humanity, always diminishes humanity, always says, hey, you got to have fewer children. Having children is bad for the world. Hey, you got to eat less. When you eat, it's bad for the environment. Hey, you got you have to have less culture. No meat, no, no moving around, no building things. You can't build things. That's bad for the environment. So let, you, have to, you have to have less culture. You need to live in smaller spaces. No nice big houses. You got to live in little tiny cages like rats. Yeah. Otherwise, the world is going to end. Yeah, you got, you can't, you can't have electricity. You can't fuel things. You can't build and dig and grow and create. All of that's over. Oh, and by the way, now you got to kill yourself. You have to kill yourself because otherwise you're going to die. If we, it reminds me of one of those early South Park episodes where the crazy hunter Jimbo, he says, now listen, boys, we got to go kill all these deer. We got to use bazookas and all sorts of crazy guns and we have to kill them because we got to thin out the herd or else they'll die. And there actually is a good argument for thinning out the herd when it, when it pertains to animals, not to human beings. <laughs> but but it, this argument was being made in a satirical way because at, at a very literal level, it doesn't make any sense, right? You've got you've to you've die or else you're going to die. That's the straight-faced argument that the libs are making here. Stop breathing or else you will die. And of course that is the case. All pagan religion ultimately comes down to this. All pagan religion ultimately comes down to human sacrifice because all pagan religion ultimately is to demons and demons hate you and want to kill you. Listen, not everyone's ready to hear that story, even though wise people have understood that since the dawn of time virtually everywhere on earth. So it's not, you know, it sounds absurd by today's modern scientific standards, but we live in absurd times. So it's no surprise. And we live in times where the brilliant people in the white lab coats who supposedly know all the mysteries of the universe are the ones who tell us that the way to save the world is for you to stop breathing, okay? We live, in, we live in times when the geniuses in the white lab coats tell you that the way to stop catching an airborne illness is to put a hanky on your face and stand six feet away, all right? We, we live in times when the geniuses in the white lab coats say that if your, your little boy puts on a tutu ever because you, you encouraged him to, then you got to castrate him and chop his genitals off, okay? And you, you've got you've to take an experimental shot that is going to stop you from catching a virus and spreading a virus. And actually, it doesn't do either of those things, but get 10 more shots because it'll work next time, we promise you. Okay, We live in an age of absurdity. And maybe the gods of the copybook headings were right. Maybe, maybe there, there isn't all that much new under the sun, including the sun religion. Maybe that's, that's the same old sun religion that has been, has been used to sacrifice human beings and diminish us for all of history. The rest of the show continues now. You don't want to miss it. Become a member. Use code Knowles, K-N-W-L-A, as a checkout for two months free on all annual plans. 